What is going on and welcome to the Power of Progression podcast. I'm your host, John Marone. Thank you very much for joining us on today's episode. And please do not forget to like, subscribe, follow the podcast, write a review, and then share it out to anybody who can take the value from today's episode and put it into their life. But now it is time to help you design the life you've always wanted to live, creating the ultimate version of yourself, and jump into the episode. So let's get it popping. I want to talk about suicide in a little bit more in depth. I mean, it's a huge, huge subject, obviously, with what's going on right now. And, and the way I look at it is it's, it's kind of a shame that, you know, we have to wait for a tragedy to happen in order to really make us aware of what's going on. And that's people have emotions and sometimes we don't know about those emotions and we need to figure out how we could ask the right questions in order to help this person. Um, and, and, you know, the reason why I care about this, I was at that point, you know, when I was younger, um, I thought about suicide a lot. You know, I never took the crazy action uh, to, to do a little bit more to actually do it, right? I never, never actually acted upon it, um, but I had those thoughts and it's actually really normal. Uh, it's, it's very, very, very common for the normal individual to have thoughts of suicide. Um, and, and there's many reasons why, which I'll get into the symptoms here in a minute. But, you know, that's, it's, it's normal. Um, and, you know, when I had it, Joshua, what's going on, brother? So when I had it, you know, I was young and, you know, I, I had, I was thinking about many things going through my mind and, um, I overcame them and, and really I overcame them, um, in, in many different ways. Playing sports kind of got my head out of it. Um, you know, going to hang out with the right people got my head out of that, uh, you know, mindset of wanting to commit suicide. Uh, but, you know, and unfortunately a lot of people, aren't able to get to that level. They think about it, then they take action. Um, and 126 people take their lives a day. 126 people a day. That's insane. Um, you know, and there's so many reasons why. So many reasons why. And unfortunately, some we don't ever know. Uh, because they don't, you know, really tell us in a note or you don't really see it for face value of why they did it. Um, you know, it wasn't that evident. It wasn't that clear. So I want to talk to you about what we can do to help people and some symptoms um, and really what you should be doing, what you should be looking out for because you don't want to sit back and have your friend because it happened to me and I've had several friends take their lives at a pretty young age um, and family members as well. You don't want to sit back and say, man, I wish I could have done more. If I just asked them how they were doing, if I just was, you know, were curious about their life. You don't want to be that person because that could really, really put you in depression, anxiety, um, and cause other triggers in your life to therefore take your quality of life down um, and possibly taking your own life. Um, and it gets that serious, guys. I, you know, I hate talking about suicide uh, because it's scary, but it's in everybody's thoughts when something like this happens, right? And that's what I hate the most, to be honest with you. It, it just tragedy happens with somebody that's famous and now all of a sudden, everybody's thinking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about suicide. It's just like when there's a bombing or a shooting. Now everybody wants to be grateful and hug each other. And then two weeks later, you forget. You forget about it until another tragedy happens. So are you going to wait until another famous person dies or commits suicide in order for you to reach out to somebody? Because that's always what happens. I see all these amazing posts out there and everybody's loving each other for two weeks. And the next thing you know, it's this about Trump. It's this about that. And it's complaining about this. And it's being rude to this person. It's hating this person. And it needs to stop. 
Why do you wait until something tragic happens, till there's a celebrity that kills themselves for you to start acting the way you should be acting every single day, which is acting in gratitude and adding value to people's life? Why are you waiting to do what you're supposed to do until there's a tragedy? It's bullshit and I'm calling you out on it and I'm always, always the one that's going to tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear and I'm not telling you I'm perfect because guess what? I'm doing this video now because of what happened to Kate Spade. So I'm a... I'm going to raise my hand and say, I'm the, I am going to own that as well. So I'm going to own it, you own it, and we just change it. That's it. We just change the way we do things, and we get better by doing that, by being vulnerable, being self-aware, saying, I can't wait for another tragedy to happen in order to go help somebody. You know, and, and Eric, you're right, man. People's priorities, man, they're not right. But it's not, I think it goes deeper than that. It goes deeper than that it, because everybody is so worried about themselves and I'm not telling you not to worry about yourself because I'll get into that but everybody's so worried about themselves and about placing blame on other people they miss the signs of somebody that they love that may be thinking about taking their life may be thinking about doing something crazy and drastic that could take others lives all because you're worried about complaining over here pointing the finger over there right my number one priority is my family and myself and adding value to you guys that's it that's bad. Those are my, my, my priorities, right? Adding value to the masses, adding value to everybody around me, including myself, including my family. That's my core values as a person. What are your core values as a person? That's the first thing I ask you. And I would write down if I were you, what are your core values as a person? And that's also how you hire and fire people into your life. Do they align with your core values or do they not? And that's how you understand how you audit your circle because your core values today can change tomorrow, but same with the people that you have in your life. Their core values could change tomorrow. So you need to have core values to run this filter through. But suicide, we talk about it now because of an event that happened. And I can't stand that. And I think that you just need to make it clear in your mind that maybe, maybe I shouldn't wait next time because next time could be your loved one. It could be your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your friend, kid from high school. You don't know who it's going to be. So stop waiting for that big event to happen for you to act accordingly like a human being should. Eric says, my main reason we tried to commit suicide, main reason we tried to commit suicide or did was to end the pain. A lot of people think it's selfish uh, acting and actually it's the opposite. No, I agree, man. Um, so th there's, there's a few symptoms, right? There's anxiety why people take their life. There's depression. There's the loss of a job. There's, you know, feeling no hope. Um, there's, you know, a f losing a friend, whether it's, you know, they lost a friend due to a tragedy or the friend just is no longer friends with them. Um, it's, 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 you know, breaking up in their relationship. There are so many reasons. And that's why you have to realize that success is different for every single person. The way we see things and the way we hear things are different from every single person. And the way I'm telling you this right now and everybody on here, you all are hearing it differently, which means you are seeing the world differently which means your emotions in that exact moment while you are sitting there with your best friend, with your relative, whoever it is, if we're sitting here watching the same exact thing, we see what we see differently. Even though we have the same exact view, we're thinking things differently, which means we need to figure out how can we help. It's not always black and white. We can't always see it. Look at all the famous people that took their lives. Robin Williams, Kate Spade, Van Gogh, Junior Seah. Right there's there's I just looked it up. There's four, as soon as I Google the 41 people that took their lives that were famous. 
Why is that so damn important? Because it doesn't matter if you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're successful. It doesn't matter if you're poor. It doesn't matter if you live in a box. You have to realize that success is different for everybody. If they don't feel that success, if they feel that anxiety coming on, there's a chance they're going to take their life. So it doesn't matter that somebody's rich, somebody's famous. It just gets a spotlight on it. That's all it is. And it's actually in our mind, it's called spotlight syndrome, where it's just this one event that makes us aware of things. And that's what this this Kate Spade suicide did. It, it, it was a spotlight syndrome. It made us aware of this, of suicide right now. Right? My boy, Jesse Diana, you know, in Camp Valhalla and, and, you know, his his entire, I'm going to see if I could post it on here. Because his, his mission, man, you know, what he's doing right now with 22 kills, I'll see if I can post, so I'll have to post later. What he's doing with 22 kills is phenomenal, right? It's, 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 it's a mission and they're about it every day and they're changing lives. They're changing lives. They're trying to change that number. So Jesse, Diana and the 22 kill crew, man, big ups to you. If anybody's in the Dallas market, by the way, Farmer's Branch, Saturday, come out to their location, their re-grand opening. Um, they're also giving away a badass truck. Uh, but 22 kill, you guys are doing it because it's a mission, right? Is it your mission to save people's lives by just adding value? And if it's not, that's fine. But make your mission to be curious about people. Make your mission to reach out. So symptoms range across the board, guys. Um, you know, you don't know sometimes. Sometimes, like Robin Williams, right? I mean, people didn't know. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of people that take their lives that we don't we don't see it. But it doesn't mean we don't ask the questions of, man, how are you doing today? How can I help you? But we got to be aware of some of the things um, that really are, are the, the, the symptoms of it that really should make us concerned. There's drinking more, consuming more drugs. There's um, actually secluding themselves, you know, isolating themselves. There's pleasure where usually they get pleasure. They're no longer getting pleasure. Maybe it's, you know, um, sexual things. Maybe it's, you know, movies, whatever it might be. Where are they not getting pleasure that they used to get pleasure? Um, there's also the... Talk of revenge and, and grudge. Uh, there's the blatant, you know, talk about suicide. But those don't usually happen. So the people that take their life, lots of times, 90% of the time from my studies I've read, do not talk about taking their own life. They don't talk about it. So how do we expect to save these lives? How do we expect to give life to somebody by asking a question if they're not showing us that huge aha symptom of I want to kill myself because not everybody's going to come out and say it and less than 15%, less than 10 pe- 10% of people who are thinking about committing suicide tell somebody in that moment. They may say it afterwards, but they're not going to tell somebody in that moment. So you got to be aware. You got to be present. You got to get your ass off this phone like this all day and be aware. Look at their mannerisms. Talk to them. Engage. Right? Create that relationship of curiosity and find out what's going on in your friend's life. Because you don't know. You don't. You know, people ask me all the time, man, you're crushing your goals doing this, doing that. Yeah, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. All these successful people, Robin Williams, making millions. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Kate Spade, you didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. So just because the movie looks good doesn't mean the production was good. Okay, just because the movie is good doesn't mean the production is good. Figure out what's going on behind the scenes of your friend's life to help them. 
And I'm not telling you that you have to go in and be their, you know, um, psychologist or go in and, and, and tell them what they need to be doing. All you got to do is listen, guys. Number one thing, ask questions and just listen. Because they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you how they feel. They're going to tell you everything that you need to know in order to help them. And if they don't, just keep digging. Keep digging. You're a human, which means you have emotions, which means you have a pulse on people, on their relationships. You know you have a human instinct to where you know something's not right with you. But you're so busy, distracted by these, you know, Twitter posts and this Instagram post and, you know, this complaint and that complaint. And you're so distracted by those things. You're not seeing what's in front of you, which your friend is suffering right now. Your mother, your father, your husband, your wife, your kid. That's what kills me, man. These damn kids taking their lives before they even hit, you know, puberty. It's insane. Why? Because their parents are more focused on the other things and the other kids are picking on them, right? Maybe, and, and they're not worried about my kid. My kid's going to be fine. I'm going to worry about getting on those parents. Or maybe they're, they're worried about the kid's academics. Or maybe they're worried about their relationship, which is good. But maybe they're worried about everything else, but really taking care of their kid and asking their kid the right questions. All I'm saying, man, is that you don't know who's hurting and when they're hurting and why they're hurting. But the best thing you can do is ask questions. Share this thing out. I don't know whose life this could save. I don't know whose value, who, um, life this got value to today. And you don't either. Share this out because suicide is serious. 126 people take their lives every single day. I don't want it to be you. I don't want it to be your friends. I don't want it to be anybody you, you know, you love. I want to take that number down. And if I have the teeniest, teeniest little impact on it, even just in this moment, I know that I'm doing what I need to be doing. And you should be thinking the same exact way. Right? Small steps, chipping away, incremental steps. Um, and, you know, when, when, when I think about Kate Spade, you know, it's, it's just, it's crazy to me because I'll be honest, I saw the, the, you know, her person and stuff. I had no idea who she was. You know, I, 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 people said, oh, Kate Spade died. And the only thing I think it was David Spade realizing that's her brother-in-law. But the, the big the big picture is that whether I know her or I don't know her, suicide is still a damn issue. And if it takes Kate Spade to put it in your face and make it in your head every single day that somebody may be suffering, how can I help them? Then do it. You know, I used to be that person that would go ahead and, and get pissed with people that didn't hold the door for me or get mad when people cut me off or get mad when people acted a certain way until a wise man told me, what else could it mean? What else could it mean? So what else could it mean? Maybe somebody's acting a certain way towards you today, but what else could it mean? Are they suffering? How can you help? How can you help? And when we talk about the ways to help people overcome these suicidal thoughts, there's a lot. You know, there's there's professional help, and and I don't I'm not a big fan of of getting on pills or anything like that. I understand there's and there's chemical imbalances, and there's a hundred different disorders that cause the suicidal thoughts. But there's also things that can help you overcome them that don't have to deal with any kind of supplement of changing who you truly are, which is taking a pill. Diet. Change your diet. If you're suffering with these thoughts, do you realize that diet and the food you put in your body actually actually helps or hurts the way you think? Your diet is huge. Diet is huge. Exercise. Right? Exercise. Are you exercising? Are you having these thoughts or are you feeling miserable? 
But have you taken the steps to exercise? Stay off of all those caffeine drinks. Those big-ass Red Bulls, put them down. The monsters, put them down. If you're having these thoughts, change the way that you do things. Change the way you're doing things. Because if you don't change anything, nothing will change, right? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, is a definition of insanity. So if you're drinking this big-ass Red Bull, you're putting chips and, and salsa into your body and that's it, and you're not working out, and you're having these thoughts, change not your thoughts in this moment. Change what you're doing that will change your thoughts. Change your workouts. Go work out. Change your habits of eating. Wake up earlier. Get rid of those friends. Do those things before you start supplementing with pills. That's my opinion. I'm not a doctor, but that's my opinion. Um, and, and, and take it or leave it. But if you're having these thoughts or, or, or maybe you're feeling miserable, feeling down even, that's the start of these suicidal thoughts. It doesn't just go, I feel great to, I'm going to commit suicide. It doesn't usually go that way. Usually it's a progression. Now, sometimes there's major events where you get in your head, but then there's it's a progression of getting worse and worse and worse, right? So nip it in the butt when you, when you feel it, when you see it, you understand. And, and if you are feeling this way, change the things you are doing. Right? Change your habits to change your thoughts. Try that first. And if you don't feel this way, but you know somebody that can help, that you can help, or maybe you don't even know somebody that you can help, find somebody you can help. Ask enough people. How are you feeling? Get curious. Don't wait for another Kate Spade incident. Don't wait for another big event to care about the people around you. I know it's hard sometimes. We hold grudges. And, and I, I watched a show... And, you know, something bad happens and the show next thing you know, like, oh, I'm going to call my mom, right? Because their mom passed or I'm going to call my friend because, you know, they lost their best friend. Why does that happen all the time? It's because we stop walking in gratitude. We hold grudges and we stop helping the people around us. I'm going to pick up my phone and call my mom and tell her I love her today. I'm going to make it a point to do it every day. I'm going to make it a point to at least send her a text. Maybe not a phone call. So don't call me on that. And those of you who know me, I like to text more than I like to, to talk on the phone. Um, so, you know, my father, same thing, right? I'm going to tell my wife and my daughter every day like I do. I love them. I'm going to give them a kiss goodnight. Right? I'm going to ask my friends, dude, how are you feeling? And I do. And I always will. How are you feeling? What can I do? How can I help you? How can I add value to your life? Is there anywhere I can help you with? I get messages all the time, guys, of people that are thinking about taking their life. I am not kidding you. And that is a heavy burden but I'm appreciative and grateful for that because they are reaching out. Whether it's me or somebody else, they're reaching out. They're taking that step. They want help. I get these messages often. And maybe some extreme, maybe some not as extreme. But I want to help as many as I can. And I'm going to find help if I can't help them. Right? Maybe it's out of my hands. Leah says, sadly, there are over 15 people. Ashley and me went to school with an overdose or suicide. Absolutely. You know, it, it's... A lot of people are taking their lives in many different ways, right? And, and at a young age, so maybe it's suicide through drugs or through, you know, hanging themselves or guns or whatever it might be. Um, people are suffering. They're suffering. They may take their life unintentionally by continually doing bad things and making bad choices because they don't want to go ahead and have that immediate impact of taking their life. So they just keep making these extreme choices that are bad for them to end up deadly. You know, and, and Leah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I can count 
I mean, at least up to 10 or 15 of people who took their life um, or have lost their life due to drugs um, in, in, in my world, um, probably even more than that. You know, I was almost one of them. I had a bad drug addiction. And if it wasn't for certain things that happened in my life, I, I would be, you would not be talking to me right now. There's no way in hell you'd be talking to me. But one person cared. And then two people cared. Then three people cared. It's what it took. It takes one person to give a shit for you to realize that you have value. And whether you're thinking about taking your life or you're not thinking about taking your life, I have something to tell you. You have no clue, no clue how great your life can be. Because if you're successful or not successful, there's so much more out there for you to enjoy and for you to feel fulfilled. Whether you're broke or you have money, there's still so much more for you to feel fulfilled. So if you sit there and you write down all the amazing things that you have to be grateful for, and if for some crazy ass reason you don't write down any, put the future because that is the truth. You have so much more to be grateful for. You don't know what's going to happen in 10 days. My life went from being broke, dead in the streets basically, to turning around like that. Did it take years? Absolutely. But did it happen like that? Absolutely. At the same time, because it started with one person giving a shit and asking me, how can I help you? How can I add value to you? I challenge every single person to at least reach out to one person today, one person, and say, how you feeling, man? What can I do to help you? Is everything all good? And truly give a shit. And then follow up with them a week later and say, just following up, man. How are things going? We have to care about ourselves first. And it's the truth. You know, that's why when the Ashley match comes down on a plane, they tell you to put it on you before you put it on anybody else because you have to help you before you can help others. So take care of your own stuff, but don't just worry about you. Add value to those around you while you're taking care of you. You can multitask that way. That's for sure. So what questions do you have? Share this out, guys. I want to just take a few minutes of your day because, uh, you know, the tragic event that happened. I don't want another event to happen for you to eliminate the hate out of your life, for you not to reach out to somebody and ask them how they're doing. Stop waiting for a major event because the major event to happen might be directly impactful on you in your life. That may be the next major one. That famous person may be somebody that you actually know, love, and care about versus somebody that's just famous. Then what? Then are you going to take it serious then? Stop waiting for that main event to happen in your life, that major event to happen in life. To really care. What questions? I've, you know, I'm going to leave this open for the next, let's see here, next two minutes for any questions that you may have, anybody has about suicide, about maybe they're thinking of thoughts, maybe they have some friends, you know, asking for a friend uh, that, you know, they want to help, but they don't know how. Go ahead and put it into the comments. This is a serious issue, guys. This is not something um, that I, I really wanted to come out here and talk about, but I'm so glad I did. Because it feels good, you know, and it feels good. And, and you asking somebody how they're feeling and doing consistently is going to feel good. Put in your calendar if you have to. You know, put in your calendar that – and don't feel bad that it has to be in your calendar to ask somebody how they're feeling. I'd rather you put in your calendar to ask somebody how are they feeling today versus not do it at all. Put in your calendar if you have to. Feel bad if you don't do it. Don't feel bad if you have to put in your calendar and be reminded. Like, it's that's fine. Leave it open for another minute, guys. Who's here? What questions do you have? Let me know. Drop some love. Put some comments in there. Let me know you're here. 
Let's see. Let's see. Come on, guys. No questions. All right. Well, look, if you guys don't have any questions, then I'm going to go ahead and head on out and get ready for the day. I'm, I'm ready, ready for the day. So went ahead and give you guys two books I want you guys to look at while I have you. So two books that are, are, are changing my mindset every single day. That takes me literally five minutes to read. Five minutes to read these two books. So every morning I wake up. Uh, this is this is my, my, my morning ritual, so you guys know, and I'll make it quick. So I wake up in the morning, feet on the ground, and I wake up on the yes, between 4 and 5.30. Feet on the ground, as soon as my feet touch the ground, I drink a bottle of water. Then after the bottle of water, go into the shower, I talk about my gratitude. So talk about suicide. A lot of times people feel that they have nothing to be grateful for. Write the list down. Check inventory in your life. You have stuff to be grateful for. Maybe small, maybe big, but guess what? You have something in your life to be grateful for. If it's, it, it's, it's, it, there's no way in hell you don't. Maybe it's fa uh, friends, family, health. Uh, maybe it's, it's the future. Maybe it's the car. Maybe it's the house. Maybe it's just the, you know, fresh air that's outside today. Five things I say what I'm grateful for. Go into the shower. Talk about five things I affirm that are going to happen in my life. Boom, get out of the shower. And then I go ahead, get dressed, cook breakfast, make my cup of coffee. So Jersey Shore, make my cup of coffee. Um, and I spend an hour to myself, guys. I spend an hour to myself. I don't pick up my phone until at least an hour afterwards. Usually what happens is I go ahead and I have my breakfast. I have my coffee. And then after I go ahead and um, put my coffee on the pot and start making it, I go grab my phone. By that time, it's at least an hour. Um, so I have an hour of clarity break just to myself. And sometimes I got to tell myself to stop thinking. Stop thinking about, you know, this person or that person because you become reactive, so reactive to their lives uh, that you can't truly take in your own and just truly be in your own self for a little bit um, in order to help those people that you truly want to help. Uh, because then you become reactive versus proactive and really truly being creative. So then I go ahead, I go up into my office. And the first thing I do before I even open my laptop is I pick up these two books. I talk about them a lot. Um, they're they're tremendous. So a gentleman um, told me at an event that I was that was at. He was reading this big book. So what the hell is that, man? That's a huge book. I um, mean, really, it's really not that big. So it's the Daily Stoic. So the Daily Stoic goes through each and every day. That gives you a little bit of a uh, a motivation, a little bit of passage, really just something to think about. Think a little bit deeper. I love to challenge my thinking every day, and you guys should be doing the same. Personal growth is the number one, number one thing you need to do for success. You know, there's self-awareness and everything, but if you're not putting and investing time and even money into yourself for personal development, you're not going to get where you want to go. So uh, let's see, for this one, June 6th, right? That's today? June 6th today? Yeah, June 6th today. So open it up. And so it basically just says a little, I'll read this one to you. Think of those who... Not by fault of inconsistency, but by lack of effort, are too unsustainable to live as they wish, but only live as they have begun. And this talks about, um, you know, the dip, right? Seth Godin draws an interesting uh, analogy from three types of people in the supermarket. And this, I love this one. So there's three types of people in the supermarket when they when they see a line. One gets into the short line, and and sticks to it no matter how slow it is or how fast it is. Okay, another person changes things, changing lines repeatedly, whatever he thinks might save him a few seconds. And the third switches only once when it's clear her line is delayed and then there's a clear alternative. 
and then continues on with her day. He's urging you to ask, which type are you? And Seneca is also advising us to be the third type. Just because you've begun down one path doesn't mean you're committed to it forever, especially if that path turns out to be flawed or impeded. At the same time, this is not an excuse to be flightly or non-committable. It takes courage to decide to do things differently and do do things differently and to make the change as well as be disciplined and awareness to know that the notion of, oh, but this looks even better is a temptation that cannot be endlessly indulged either. So it's a lot, right? So some things I'm like, oh my God, this I needed that today. And some things I'm like, oh, it's just a nice little read, but didn't really need it. Then this one here, I won't read this one to you guys. This isn't reading time with John Marone. <laughs> so this one here, it's 200 ways to shift your thinking. I picked this up at an airport. I just wanted to, to uh, read a book and listen to a book that day. So I sometimes go to the airport and I'll look for books and I'll just pick up random ones um, and, and see how they are throughout the uh, flight. So this one basically will just go over. So it'll go over like a, a little quote. And then from there, it'll break it down to you, what it means, how to think about it. And then it challenges you. So for this, one, it says, discover what your high performance food intake is today. And then you ask yourself a few questions after every single read. And the read's probably a good maybe 90 seconds. Um, and it says, have I ever considered that what I eat is a key to maximizing productivity? It's so funny that <laughs> I literally just opened this. I swear I had no idea that this is what was going to pop up. And I just talked about how your diets actually and the food you eat, not should I say diet, the food you put into your body actually helps you be more productive. It helps the way your mind thinks as well. Uh, will I pay attention to how I feel after certain meals so I could tune into, so I could tune my, so I could tune my intake. Boop, there we go. So will I pay attention to how I feel after certain meals so I could tune my intake? So that basically just asks yourself two questions. And what this is, really helpful for is I'll read maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, whatever one in that moment, I'm like, Oh my God, I need this today. I'll ask myself those questions and I'll live by that rule for that day. And I'll start building a habit and building a habit. So this is an amazing book, shift your thinking 200 ways. And then the daily stoic, go pick up these books. Um, once again, look, today's topic was about suicide telling you the symptoms, 126 people kill themselves a day. Stop waiting for something tragic, a big event, in order to ask people how they're doing, really give a shit, really get curious, because it, it, you don't want it to be an event that's directly impacted with you next time. Uh, but make sure you reach out to one person today. Reach out to one person today, ask them how they're doing, even if they're doing great on face value, even if they're posting all these amazing videos, doing this, ask them how they're doing, because you don't know how production is going. The movie looked great, but how did production go? Ask somebody how their production's going. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Otherwise, go crush it. Have a phenomenal rest of your day and keep creating the ultimate version of you.